That's the Great Commission. Everywhere we go all the time, we're commissioned to take the gospel to the world and we must go beyond these four walls. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the host of In Grace Radio and TV. Hi, this is Jim Scudder. Today on In Grace, we are going to be continuing our story of Jesus series, His Great Commission, and this commission that Jesus gave to his followers after the resurrection, I believe is also to us. And we are to take the gospel to the uttermost parts of the earth. But don't forget about your neighbors. Don't forget about your family. Don't forget about those that you're meeting today, random people. We need to share the gospel. We need to be that light to a dark world. And that is the call I believe that we're going to hear from Jesus today as we are getting near the very end of this awesome series, The Story of Jesus, where we've taken the four Gospels and tried to line them up chronologically best we can and see the life of Christ as one big panoramic picture. Now, remember, the Bible says that the books of the world cannot contain all the things that Jesus said and did. So we went through all the things that we know about. We can only imagine all the other things that he did. What a wonderful Savior he is. Now, before we get into today's message, you've heard me talking about the quest to rebuild the Jewish temple. If you haven't seen it or you haven't seen the full, entire full-length video series, it's a three-part series. Each part is about 40 minutes. You need to order the quest to rebuild the Jewish temple. Now, if you believe in this ministry and what we're doing or you've been blessed by our teaching— and you want to make sure that we continue to help other people know about Jesus, to, to hear the message of hope, the message of salvation, and to be taught the truths of the Word of God, then support in grace with prayer and financially. And when you make a gift of any amount to in grace, we're going to thank you by sending you the Quest to Rebuild the Jewish Temple video series. If your gift is $35 or more, we would also be so privileged to send you Armageddon's Dawn, an eight-part video series featuring Randall Price, Joel Rosenberg, Menno Kalischer, Mark Robinson, and myself as we are going through Revelation, teaching you about the end times from Israel. And we're also going to send you the Armageddon's Dawn prophecy chart. All three of these resources will Kick your longing for the Lord in high gear. And I hope that you will contact us today to get these great prophecy resources. You can call us at 1-800-78-GRACE or go to our website, ingraceradio.com. Don't forget, InGrace also has a television program. You can watch us on Wednesday nights on TBN, or you can go anytime to YouTube and search for InGrace. When you go to YouTube, would you subscribe to our channel? That would help more people hear about what we're doing here at InGrace. And then also, don't forget, InGrace also would love for you to travel with us to either Alaska or to Israel or to both. So check out our cruise to Alaska this July on our website, ingraceradio.com. Click on travel, ingraceradio.com. Click on travel. And then also while you're there, check out our tour to Israel in February. So now they're going into the Galilee. All of the crucifixion, uh, the arrests, the trials, the resurrection took place in Jerusalem. So on our trips to Israel, we start in the Galilee and we end in Jerusalem. Now, 
they're back up in the Galilee. We know that Jesus is gonna be back in Jerusalem on the Mount of Olives to do his ascension shortly after this. But they go onto a mountain. Where is that mountain? It doesn't say. And it kind of kills me. Because we know it's in the Galilee, but there's a lot of, I mean, this isn't like Mount Everest. But it's, you know, it's a, a thousand feet or, or more tall, a mountain, very beautiful. There's plenty of those. He made his, uh, his appearance before Peter, James, and John as he was transformed into his glory on one of those mountains in the Galilee, okay? So was he back there? Was he on Tabor? Uh, we don't know exactly where it was, but they were gathered, for sure the 11, but, but some people think all of this large group was there, all of his disciples, and there were the, there were, there were the 12 disciples, but there were also many others that followed Christ that were believers and they were following him. They were disciples as well. So maybe it was 500 people. And, and some say, because of some of the words here, that, that it, it probably is true. So the disciples went away into the Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them in Matthew 28, 17. And when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. Now, if this had been the 11, only the 11, I mean, he had made multiple appearances to them. I don't think any of them were doubting. Okay, so that's why I, I feel like it might have been uh, a, the bigger group of the 11 plus up to 500 people there at one time. So they worshiped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. In other words, if you're fearful, if you're doubting, stop it. Do you have doubts? Do you have anything that you're worried about? Do you have anything that you're afraid of? You don't need to. Because Jesus, who saved us, and we are in him, and he is in us through the Spirit, has all power of heaven and earth. And, and did Jesus exercise power when he was on this earth? Absolutely. He exercised power over the creation. He exercised power over the wind. He exercised power over the waves. He exercised power over the demons. He exercised power over the devil. He exercised power over death. And, and this Jesus has power today. So don't worry. Don't fear. Jesus still has all the power. Now, let's go from Matthew's account over to Mark's account. In Mark chapter 16, we're going to read, I believe, a parallel passage. And remember, when we're going through the Gospels, we're looking at uh, some of them contained, all four of them contained the story. Sometimes it was one, sometimes it was two, sometimes it was three. But here we're finding two of the Gospel writers talked about this moment. And so Mark 16 and verse 15, and you get a few other tidbits here. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Now, does that mean you're to preach the gospel to dogs and cats and deer and bear? Uh, some people would rather because they can't talk back. <laughs> no, the gospel is to every person, every person. And, and, and sometimes we have more compassion and care and love for an animal than we do for a human being. 
And now I, I get it. I understand. I understand the companionship that pets provide. But don't ever let an animal who doesn't have a soul supersede the human that has an eternal soul in whom Jesus died for. We are to have that same compassion that Jesus had for all people, even those that aren't very lovely. So take the gospel as you're going into the world, preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. You say, wait, 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 Pastor Scudder, are you telling me that I need to be baptized and believe in order to be saved? Well, that's what it says. Well, remember, if you're ever confused by anything in the Bible, just keep reading. So what do we need to do? Read the rest of the verse. But he that believeth not shall be damned. So what is it that saves you? It's belief. If you don't believe, you're damned. Now, why does it say believed and baptized? Because people were believing, and then they would recognize that person by baptizing them. What's baptism? It's it's showing the world what happened inside. Uh, you know, your salvation is, is faith and no one can see that. So you're showcasing that by going under the water to identify in his death and you come up out of the water to identify in his resurrection and new life. So the baptism, the water doesn't save you, but it's something that happens after salvation. Why do I think it's just believe? Because it says in the next part of the verse, if you don't believe, you will not be saved, you'll be damned, okay? And these signs, verse 17, shall follow them that believe. Now, you're, you're probably thinking, okay, now if I'm saved and I've, I've believed, I'm gonna have this following list of things that I can do. In my name shall they cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up serpents, they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover, now, I think it's a very bad idea to drink poison. Very bad idea. I also think it's a very bad idea to play with snakes. Venomous or non-venomous. I, I don't like snakes. You know, some people take this literally and they say, well, um, I, I'm going to drink poison, and people have. And they've, they, they're snake charmers and they get bit by a poisonous snake. Guess what happens to them? They die. Well, what is this talking about? This isn't talking about you making a show and, and, and making a test that's foolish. This is talking about, you remember Paul was, uh, was shipwrecked and he was picking up sticks and he was bitten by a poisonous viper and everybody thought he was a dead man and he didn't die right here. Now, I don't think we find anywhere in Scripture that somebody drank poison, but surely in the annals of history, someone accidentally was poisoned and God miraculously saved them. I mean, these things happen. Now, are they happening as frequently today as they used to? No. Why? Because we don't have the sign gifts anymore. Once the church was established and the Bible was completed, these sign gifts, these, these proofs of God working like he was working with Moses and, and he had certain signs that were happening at that time to convince Pharaoh of the truth of this. So were these signs part of establishing the, the church. And once the Bible was done, we don't have those things anymore. Okay? So, but when you read through Acts, you're gonna find out 
that Acts is full of exactly what we just read. So it's true. Okay. And by the way, God can still do all of these things. But certainly we don't do them in public meetings. You know, my dad used to uh, run into Benny Hinn in, uh, in the, the religious broadcaster conventions and stuff. And, and, you know, he was very popular and he would be, you know, supposedly healing people and all this stuff and a bunch of other uh, fake healers, faith healers. And, um, and he said, hey, Benny, I want to take you with me on a missions trip. And Benny was like, oh, wow, that'd be great, you know. A conservative Baptist and a Pentecostal, let's go, where do you want to go? Let's go to India. Oh, okay, what do you want to do? I want to go to the hospital and clear out all of the, the lepers and all, of, all the people with polio. And Benny Hinn walked away. Why? Because he didn't have that power. It was fraudulent. And if anyone does have that power, just go to the hospital and clear it out. Don't have a big service where you're going to make lots of money. Okay. But they did have that power, and it was of God, and it was for a reason and a purpose, and those things, I believe, have ceased. Now, we'll jump back over to Matthew's account, because I think our focus here needs to be on the Great Commission. Matthew 28, 19 is the Great Commission, as we just read in Mark. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you alway, even unto the end of the world. Amen. You're listening to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. Are you interested in the end times prophecy of the rebuilding of the Jewish temple? Then you need to watch In Grace's new video series, The Quest to Rebuild the Jewish Temple. Jim Scudder Jr. will take you to amazing sites like the Temple Mount, the Dome of the Rock, and the land on the Mount of Olives purchased for the sacrifice of the red heifer. Jim Scudder has exclusive interviews with experts and people involved in rebuilding the temple. This new series will be yours as a thank you for a gift of any amount to In Grace. Don't miss this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to witness prophecy being fulfilled before our very eyes and see how all of this impacts our world today. When your gift is $35 or more, Jim Scudder will also send you an incredible eight-part video series called Armageddon's Dawn and a beautiful End Times Prophecy Chart. Don't wait. Get this video series today to order the quest to rebuild the Jewish temple. Call now, 800-78-GRACE, or order on our secure website, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. How do we know that God doesn't want anyone to perish? How do we know the heart of God is for everybody to be saved? We'll look at 2 Peter 3, 9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, but as, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us, we're not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. My friends, that's the heart of God, and we have been given a commission to bring this message to a hurting and dying world. But sometimes we're, we're nervous, we're scared, we, we don't want to be embarrassed, and so we just say, well, let's let the pastor do it, or let's just do it within the four walls. There was a young man once, his name was Christopher, in Chicago some years ago, playing basketball with his friends, and he was shot in the chest. His aorta was nicked, and he was bleeding out, and his friends were desperately trying to save him, and they were able to get him within about 40 feet of a hospital. And they ran inside and they were asking the doctors and nurses to come out and help their friend. And the hospital had a policy that they could not leave the hospital 
If they were to administer aid, it would have to be inside the hospital. Finally, a police officer was able to get a wheelchair and wheeled the young man in. But it was too late, for he had died. Are we going to stay within the four walls and never leave and never share the message? Well, not as many people are going to get saved. Let's do it everywhere we go, all the time. Okay, that's the Great Commission. Everywhere we go, all the time, we're commissioned to take the gospel to the world, and we must go beyond these four walls. As a matter of fact, I believe the primary mission of the church is not evangelism. In church services, I think the primary mission is to edify, to, to help people grow. Now, not to say we don't want to see people hear the gospel and get saved here, for obviously we do. But the main thrust of evangelism is outside, and that is your our responsibility. The Greek word go, someone noticed, is a present participle, which gives the idea of not you go and take the message, but as you go, as you're going, bring the, the gospel with you. Now, some people are called to actually go somewhere to do that, and we will call that a person a missionary. But don't think if you're not a missionary that you don't have the responsibility to, as you go, share the gospel. John Wesley once was robbed as he was returning from a service one night. And as the thief had robbed him and was leaving, Wesley called out, stop, I have something else to give you. I'm not sure if that was wise to do or not, but he did. The surprised thief paused and Wesley said, my friend, you may live to regret this sort of life, and if you do, here's something that you need to know. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. The thief turned and ran away hurriedly, and Wesley prayed that his words would maybe one day bear fruit. It was years later, as Wesley was greeting people after a Sunday service, he saw the thief in the service, and it surprised him to learn that this visitor was now a Christian and a successful businessman. And he said, I owe it all to you. And Wesley said, oh no, my friend, not to me, but to the precious blood of Christ that cleanses us from all sin. Now, I'm not sure if that's good advice for you to be witnessing to someone that just robbed you, but I commend John Wesley for doing that, because we need to make sure everybody, not just the lovely, not just the nice, everybody hears the message. We've been given that job, that commission, that responsibility. Now go and take that message everywhere you go to everyone you see. You say, well, how do we do it? Because obviously, if you're talking to a waiter or if you're talking to a checkout clerk, you can't just stand there for an hour and share the gospel. Or even if for five minutes, they get fired. What do you do? Here's what I do. You pull out a gospel track and you say, listen, this is the best news in the entire world. Read this when you're on break. And if it's a quiz track, we have those tracks that say, what, what, what do I need to do to go to heaven? And you start checking off the things you think. And, and my dad will always say, now don't cheat. Oh, that would get them. Oh, sir, I would never cheat. You know, And, and it just kind of made them really want to read that. So, so think of creative ways that even if you're shy, you can still hand out tracks or leave tracks at places, okay? Let's figure out ways that we can share the gospel. We have this commission. One of the last things Jesus said was to us to 
go into all the world. And not just evangelize, but also to train and disciple. That's what I love about all the missionaries we support. Not only are they winning people, but they're also training those people so that they can win people. Do you know what will, will win this world? Not addition, multiplication. Multiplication. That means one that you lead to the Lord, you train them to lead someone to the Lord. And if they do that, we're gonna be able to get the gospel to the world. If we, if we don't do that, we're not able to. That's why Jesus said that. We have a commission and we should go. Now, what is the gospel? We, are, we already went over it. Jesus died and rose again. He's the son of God. He paid for our sins. He never sinned. His resurrection proves that his sacrifice was accepted. And if you believe in him, if you'll trust in him, you will be saved. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That is the gospel. That is not just good news, it's great news. If you have questions about that great news, call us at 1-800-78-GRACE. If it's after hours, you can leave a voicemail or you can just anytime go right to our website, ingraceradio.com. And while you're on our website, I ask that you would look at our travel opportunities. We have a trip to Israel coming up in February. We have a trip to Alaska, a cruise coming up in July. And you're invited on these trips and we would love to get to know you and spend some time with you and have these wonderful adventures, especially to the Holy Land. But Alaska is a marvelous place as well. And uh, you can find a free brochure on our website, ingraceradio.com, click on travel, or again, call us at one 800 78 race. Now, I've been mentioning this for the last number of weeks, and I won't be mentioning it too much longer. We have a video series that I want you to get. I want you to watch all three parts. They're about 40 minutes each. Now, you might have heard a little bit about the quest to rebuild the Jewish temple on the radio. You might have seen a little bit of the quest to rebuild the Jewish temple on TBN or YouTube, but you probably haven't seen the whole thing because we only put about half of it on the radio and on YouTube. So if you'd like to get the entire three-part full-length video series. It'll be DVD or digital download. We need you to contact us here at InGrace and make a gift to make sure more people hear the gospel. And that gift can be any amount. Whatever the Lord leads you, whatever you're able to do is fine. And we're going to thank you by sending you the quest to rebuild the Jewish temple. And it's following the red heifer's journey to Israel, the, the possibility of a sacrifice soon that will be made on the Mount of Olives. We, we tell the story about harp makers making the harp of David for the first time in Israel in thousands of years. A man growing the balm of Gilead is going to be used for the temple incense for the first time in thousands of years. All of these things are coming together today. The Temple Institute, we talk about that and all of the things that they have prepared like a massive golden menorah costing millions of dollars. We're gonna show you all this and more on this really, really well done series, The Quest to Rebuild the Jewish Temple. And uh, again, it's for your gift of any amount. Now, if your gift can be $35 or more, and we appreciate those of you that can do that, more people hear the gospel, and we're going to thank you by sending you one of our most popular video series we've ever done, Armageddon's Dawn, an eight-part video series full of pictures and charts and uh, different prophecy teachers, myself, in Israel teaching about the end times, the book of Revelation. And it really helps you sort out that book that a lot of people are confused by. And we're going to give you the Armageddon's Dawn prophecy chart. 
So for $35 or more, you're going to get the Quest to Rebuild the Jewish Temple, Armageddon's Dawn video series, Armageddon's Dawn prophecy chart. All of these things are really going to set you up to really understand what is coming soon, I believe, to this world, the end times, and what the Bible has to say about all of these things. So how do you contact us? Well, you can call us at 1-800-78-GRACE. You can go to our website, ingraceradio.com, or you can write to us at ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. As a thank you for your gift of any amount, Jim Scudder will send you the quest to rebuild the Jewish temple when your gift is $35 or more. He will also send you his eight-part video series, Armageddon's Dawn, and a beautiful end times prophecy chart. Order the quest to rebuild the Jewish temple by calling 800-78-GRACE. Go to our secure website, ingraceradio.com, or write to us at Ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on InGrace Radio with Jim Scudder Jr. InGrace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio.